Today, we'll give you a brief overview of the importance of visual schedules for children, especially those with special needs. Stay tuned. Raising bilingual children can be a challenge. That's why we have Serial Dates, where we discuss our experiences and grow as a bilingual family. Let's get cereal, cereal. I want to get cereal. Let's get cereal. <laughs> no? Welcome back to Serial Dates, everybody. Bienvenidos. I promise I'm going to try to join these more often. <laughs> oh. I'm sure everyone is begging to hear clear sound and not me like, with <laughs> the microphone, <laughs> breathing and laughing. And- well, my work schedule just has me starting off the new year doing a lot of training. So I've been busy and I do apologize. But 2023 has been kicking off pretty, pretty intensely with all the goals and everything that we have mm. with our own family. So we're trying to keep up and I don't know. We're just trying. Yeah. Yes. Just like every other survive. parent. Every parent's goal is just to survive. And I think we got to. It shouldn't be just to survive. It should be to thrive and enjoy your family. And I'm just trying to survive to thrive. It's so funny because I think like two episodes ago, I was talking about simplifying, and here you are talking about how we're like crushing our goals and we're going to do it. Well, that's part of the simplification. Opposites (laughs) attract. Okay, let's get on with the show. So let's talk about our parenting moment. Uh, We have a two-year-old Elias and a four-year-old Mateo. So you you had something to share. So Mm -hmm. Mateo is kind of coming into his own as far as taking a older brother role. I've noticed a lot lately he's been teaching his brother a lot of things. He's also doing the whole encouraging thing where he's mm-hmm. like, hey, go do this, mm-hmm. you know, because he wants to see if, if Elias does it, if he passes, oh, then yeah. he can do it. But today specifically, we were playing outside in the front yard and Mateo was really in, like, mm-hmm. really focused on trying to show his brother how to use his monopatin or his scooter mm-hmm. uh, to get him to do it on his own. And Elias was reluctant because he just wants to be pushed on it. But right. It was so cool watching Mateo encourage his brother mm-hmm. using what, what was most intriguing to me was using verbiage that I use mm. to get Mateo to try something new. Right. And to me, it was just humbling and sweet. Yeah. So I just like the fact. It makes you realize that they're always watching. Yeah. I just like that he's kind of growing into that role as bigger brother. Mm -hmm. Because to me, that's important. I'm a bigger brother. Oh, yeah. Anytime at school that Elias gets hurt or something, he like runs up to him and wants to figure out what happened. So, yeah. Okay. So today we're going to talk about visual schedules. Wonderful. Okay, don't sound so excited. <laughs> I think the the words visual schedules you're kind of thrown off by because they're foreign to you. But we do them all the time here at home right. with our plans. And if you guys have been listening for a while, you know that we're all about plans, like making little plans with um, on a dry erase board or on a little notebook. And um, that's basically what a visual schedule is. Often, when we're trying to get our children to get in the car, we we don't use something visual for them to understand what is happening. So a visual schedule is literally what it sounds like. 
a progression, a visual progression. So if you're, for example, going to bed, you have a little picture of someone brushing their teeth. Right. You have a little picture of them taking a bath. And and you have it in the sequence, in the order that you carry it out. Right. So and it's it, just, it, it's more of like a flow. It's not like at seven o'clock we do this, and you know. But it's important to the kids because they know what to expect. They're not exactly, thrown off by exactly. anything. And they get involved with it because you can give them the opportunity to check it off themselves. Mm-hmm. Or if you have anything specific with a magnet, you can have the magnet, mm-hmm. their check mark that they've completed that task. Right. And, and by doing that, one, they feel encouraged because they completed something. Mm-hmm. And then they move on to the next and they're that much closer to the one thing on that schedule they really want to do and it just helps ease transitions mm-hmm. based on what we have set up and reducing anxiety like children usually don't know a lot of things <laughs> like they they're coming brand new to the world right so if we can give them some information about what's going to happen you know preparing them it, it just it's going to make their day a lot smoother your day a lot smoother and um so yeah and it also can promote independence because after you have done this routine over and over or this visual schedule um you can just have them go look at your schedule what's next and they can go up to it and look or just them doing it over and over prompts them to be able to do it without Without, any prompt right prompts them to do it i almost feel like (laughs) since I've been thinking a lot about visual schedules for the, for the classroom, I almost feel like I need one like in front of the door leaving that says like keys, phone, wallet, driver's license. (laughs) Sometimes my driver's license is not inside of my wallet. You know, just all those things there so that when I leave, I know I don't have to come back for anything. Right. No, you know? I agree. I, I think And I'm not wasting like my my mental energy and sometimes using up my my um <clears throat> my mental energy to like while well, I'm thinking, okay, did I grab this? Did I grab that? Did I grab that? And then Mateo or Elias won't get in the car right away and then I snap. You know, because right. my brain is focused on something else and doesn't have I don't have the capability of like staying calm with this conversation while I have my own conversation in my head of trying to figure out if I grabbed everything. So that's what visual schedules are in a nutshell. And so when you're creating your visual schedule, obviously the one thing you want to keep in mind is, is it predictable? Is it repeatable for your children? Mm -hmm. Can they follow these steps? And not only are they going to expect what they see on the schedule, but Mm -hmm. they expect the schedule itself. So as time, so like, you create a bath teeth bed, uh, book bed. Right. Just very simple. Uh-huh. Bath teeth book bed. Uh, you do that every single night. That that's the list. They're gonna expect a list of those things every single night. So mm-hmm. that in itself becomes predictable. Oh, I see. With that, it's repeatable, and then the constant usage of it, it just becomes natural to them. Mm-hmm. They expect a list. They know what's on the list, mm-hmm. and again, it helps with that transition. That that anxiety goes down. That independence starts to start forming. Right. Things like that. So obviously, you want to be able to identify. I would. I think one of the things we've talked about before with routines with learning a second language mm-hmm. is finding a routine that you mm-hmm. already have down. 
Right. And that would be a great way to introduce it. You're not doing anything different mm -hmm. other than showing them pictures of what you are You're currently doing. doing. And that way, when you introduce the next visual mm -hmm. plan mm -hmm. into maybe something that you're struggling with, struggling with uh -huh. they already understand that plans are a part of their routine. Right. They understand what they are. I mean, that reminds me of, I've already shared this example, but it's so good. We haven't making plans forever. And usually it's like in a little notebook and we draw it with like stick figures or, or some, something that represents that specific um, task, task, like right. a toothbrush instead of a person brushing their teeth. Mateo was so used to what plans are, what they look like. That in a moment of stress in the airport, leaving from Oklahoma City to Columbia, we were able to like bring everybody everybody together, calm everybody down, and I didn't have to explain what a plan was, right? Because he already knew. So it's the same thing. If you already have a set routine schedule that works with your family for breakfast, then just draw it out. Draw out what you already do. And show it to your children and share that the way that that you do the visual schedule. Right. So that when you do need it, when you do or you have identified a routine or a specific task that they struggle with, because it doesn't have to be a routine. It could be like clean, cleaning up. Right. Well, that could be a routine in itself, but it could be just a single task that is difficult for them. Now they know. Right. Now you know what it is. And when we when we mention difficult, we want you guys to understand it's not that the task in of itself no. is difficult. Right. It's a struggle or there's resistance in performing. A great example is our bath time routine. Uh-huh. That, that I'll I'll just throw that one out there. It is difficult to get Mateo to go get in the bath, which includes taking off his clothes, which gets in the bath. It's uh -huh. difficult to get him to sit still so we can wash his body. Yes. Like <laughs> we have to, I feel like I'm giving a three day monologue mm -hmm. on how to, how he needs to wash his body every time we're in there. Mm -hmm. And then after that, getting him to brush his teeth and then getting him to the bedroom and getting well, his pajamas on. Like it is a, that we are literally wrestling an oiled up piglet <laughs> that's trying to run away from us. <laughs> And, and I say that because I want you to understand that this is an area we struggle with. But when we started introducing certain routines where it says uh, bath, teeth, pajamas, libros, it started really focusing him mm -hmm. in. And this mm -hmm. was about a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. And although we still struggle with mm -hmm. it, it is a lot more peaceful right. than it was. I think maybe as you're, as you're explaining it, I'm thinking, what if we broke down what it takes to actually get in the bathtub. Right. Like taking down your underwear. Take, right. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, and, and we may get into this later in the discussion, but sometimes you, you put too big of categories, you know, like bath time. Well, if your child lacks specific skills to get into the bath time or into the bath, then you you need to break that down into smaller tasks, right? So that they can experience success because <laughs> a, that time a is a long visual day. schedule for the overall visual yeah, schedule. Yeah, just like <laughs> tabs. Yeah, tabs within the tabs. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of what creating a schedule looks like. Just think about what routine or what task you're struggling with, and break them down into. Start out with two to three items on your visual schedule i would do like 
a good simple one would be bath teeth bed. Right. If it's a, or bath teeth libro. And even book. even for some children, you may need to um, break it down to first this, then that. And you just show two pictures. Yeah. I learned this from Ms. Gina today. Um, Ms. Gina has been helping us with the visual schedules for for school. And like I know Mateo and Elias can do four or five items easily, right? Right. But if you're starting out presenting this and there's a, there's a big struggle, then just start with first this, then that. For example, first dinner, then dessert. Or first uh, cleanup, then shower. You know, right. typically if you're... <laughs> You want the then to be something that they want to do. Right. So in, in our case, it would be first bath, then dance party. Right. You know? <laughs> or first pajamas, right. then right, dance right. party. First pajamas, then dance party. And then, like you said, you can even break it down for just the bath itself. Taking clothes off, mm-hmm. into the bath, mm-hmm. wash body, wash hair, play in bath, right? dry off. I think it's just more of like, Figuring out your specific child. And your specific needs as a parent. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then going from there. Start slow. Start with just two to three things and then add more as you as you see fit. So the implementation <laughs> or mm-hmm. the using of the visual schedules, I mean, the best, we, we, we touched on it already, but I honestly think that the best way to introduce this to your family, if you already don't have one, a visual schedule type setup. Mm-hmm. The best and easiest way to introduce it is find the one thing that you already have down. Mm -hmm. If it's we wake up in the morning, get breakfast, get dressed, backpack, out the door, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. If it is solid and your child understands it 100%, Mm -hmm. if your goal is to get them to have a visual schedule for cleanup, let's just say cleanup in general, don't just jump into cleanup. Yeah. Make it your morning schedule where it's down packed. You both understand what needs to be done. There's no struggle. There's no Mm -hmm. resistance. There's nothing. Mm -hmm. Start your visual schedule there. That way they're introduced to what it looks like, how the flow goes. Mm -hmm. Since they're already doing all that without any issues, you're not going to struggle getting them to work through the schedule. Right. And then that way they can see how it works and it just, all you're doing is adding a single element into what you already Mm do. Yeah. And then once they start understanding that, you can start breaking down your cleanup routine. Mm -hmm. First toys, then clothes, then play or whatever it may be. Yeah. I also think starting very simply, not just in the, in the amount of items in the visual schedule, but in how you... I don't know, go about doing it. I, I'm trying to find the right words. I'm just going to share two different things, okay? So one would be on the very extreme of complexity, which would be you get on the computer, you find the perfect picture, you set it up, make the make the perfect uh, outline, put the words in there, everything, print it off, laminate it, right? That is not flexible at all. So if anything changes in your schedule, it's going to be very hard for you to change that because then you have to think, okay, I got to get on the computer again. If you have young children, (laughs) you know how difficult it can be. I I was talking to a friend, a bilingual family, and she was saying, I've been trying to do 
a morning like visual schedule for like three months and I just haven't had the time to do it. And that's realistic. It's so hard to find the time to do that. So something else that you can do is what we do often is either grab a dry erase marker or dry erase board and marker and literally draw it out like one and draw, put a small picture of what um, the first item on the visual schedule is and then a spot for a check mark or a star or, or you know, something. Um, and then two and three or maybe four items. But that way, if if the next day you see that, oh, this didn't work out, you know, the logis- logistically it didn't work out. So then you can switch around the schedule or you notice that you put three items, but you forgot a big part of the, um, of the routine, then you can simply erase and make, make that part where if you made a schedule and printed it out and laminated it, it's going to be a lot harder for you to change it. Right. Does that make sense? So what I would say is start with like a either a dry erase marker and board or a piece of paper and a pencil. I was going to say you can buy and really And once you once you like that you're like yes, I like this, then you can go into more an elaborate schedule. Obviously the cheapest route would be the pen and paper. Right. But a really cheap route would be go to Dollar Tree or Dollar General. They have little 8 by 11 8 by 8 dry erase boards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. With dry erase markers. Uh-huh. I mean, you've gotten so many miniature dry erase boards from <laughs> Dollar Tree, Dollar General, and all those wonderful places mm-hmm. many, many times. Yeah. So go check them out too. I mean, it's a super cheap way to get it to get started on this. And then now we've you actually found a, yeah. a product that is awesome. Yeah. I'm hoping that we can really utilize it. I need to, to see if you can extent. pull it up on our on our orders. Again, Ms. Gina was telling me about these tiles that had pictures already on them to set up different schedules and different things for therapy. So I started looking on Amazon and I found this. It's basically a notebook. The paper is more like a vinyl, like a plastic. It has different, for example, self-care and like brushing teeth and all that is in one page. And it's all these little pictures that you can take off with Velcro and then another one is like meal time. Um, it even has like places like the library, school, just pictures of all that. And so with all those images, you're able to create your own visual schedule. Right. It's it's called, I believe it's called B-Toy Visual Schedule Cards. We'll put a link in the description. Absolutely. Um, because it, it was very helpful. I think it was on sale when I got it. It was like $25. At this time of February 6th, 2023, it is currently 14% off for $24. So $24, not bad. And I think the amount of time that you spend trying to make the right, find the right picture and all that, you know, it's well worth it. No, If, I, if you have the time, the ultimate, like what, what would be the ultimate best visual schedule would be if you take pictures of your child doing those activities and put them in order. Right. But let's be honest, that's really hard to do. Like, <laughs> right? right? No, absolutely. When when do they ever sit still for you to take a picture? Well, we and have- if you're like me, you never take pictures because you're just 
in it. That would be the best, I think, if you, you know, if we're making like a chart of some sort. Not <laughs> I think chart. that would be the best for you. For me? Yes. Because me, I, I, I want... Like, I like the one that we bought. Like, I do I too. liked all the Velcro. I, I like enjoyed, that. I enjoyed <laughs> taking all the little Velcro pieces and setting it up. <laughs> I know. You sat there for a long time. So just to kind of kind of recap everything, understanding visual schedules, we, we definitely under went over that and explained what Why? they look like to us as parents, what they would look like to your children mm-hmm. and, and why we use them. Creating one, it just takes time to figure out what w- method works best for you, whether mm-hmm. it's pen and paper, dry erase board, or the link that we're going to put in the description of the B toys, mm-hmm. uh, scheduling deal. Or going all out and taking pictures. And going all out and taking pictures. Absolutely. Right. Uh, you, we talked about using them, how to introduce them. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure we stay consistent on it because how many days does it take to create a habit? 21, right? Maybe. Or something like that. Everyone says something different. So. I say 22 okay. personally. Uh, day I've heard 20. it's, it's 22 and a couple around hours. noon time. Around noon yeah. time on the 22nd <laughs> day of the, of the 13th month. Yeah. <laughs> And we talked about just obviously starting simple with mm-hmm. a routine that you already do well to introduce the idea if you don't already have a visual schedule at home. Yeah. We use these all the time. I'll tell you right now from us utilizing these, even though we talk about it, our best method of presenting this is the dry away erase board mm-hmm. because it's a quick way for us to throw in a schedule or a, yeah. a visual schedule. It's always accessible. It's always accessible and it's ready when our children like need Mm -hmm. uh, or craving that visual schedule. They want to know what's happening, what's coming up, what's going down. So I remember one day that you picked them up from school and you you guys were having a hard afternoon. It was was the first day I picked them up at school. And you were having a hard afternoon and then you just said, you texted me and you're like, visual or the schedule, the plan fixed it. Yep. Because you made a plan and then Mateo was like, okay. I know yep, what I got to do. He was ready to go. Because so, he knew what was going to happen. Exactly. Everything in between. Any final thoughts on from you? Anything you want to add that maybe we didn't cover? Well, I think that going back to the, the very beginning, sometimes we forget how young our children are. Yes. And how little experience they have in this world. <laughs> and because we're coming to this situation, whatever it is, tying your shoes, getting out the door, whatever it is, like we're coming at this situation with, 30 plus years of experience. You more than than anyone else in this room. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Birthday's coming up. <laughs> but we have plenty of experience with these tasks. So to us, it seems like ridiculous that we have to repeat ourselves or that they're not able to carry out a certain task. And so any way that we can help them, visually, visual is one of them. We've we've uh, talked about it in other episodes about like singing a song of what's happening, right. which is still a, a a sequence following a sequence. Like for I'll just give you a quick example when we put up the books or when we get a book from the library at school, we say libro tarjeta y bolsa, libro tarjeta y bolsa, and we have other during the during the day we have other little chants, right. That remind them of the three things we're doing. So any way that we can find 
to help our children sort of solidify this understanding of how to take care of the environment, how to take care of ourselves, how to carry out our day. It's helpful for all. Right. So my final thought is there is some truth behind the psychology of humans when it comes when it comes to the powers of three. Mm. Uh, a lot of marketing campaigns use the power of three uh-huh. in all Design. aspects, designs. It's just very easy for our brain to pick up, see everything and process it all without mm. feeling overwhelmed mm. or underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. What's underwhelmed? I don't know. Something out there. I don't know. <laughs> you just like, made it up. Like, like you, you get bored with it, oh, so you I move see. on I see, in I see my mind. I, mean. I don't know. It may yeah. not be a word. If, it's, if it isn't, it is now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, and another thing to – like you said, first this, then that. Uh-huh. If um, if that's not working, try try a three. I, I know. Like step I, it up a little bit. Kind of. Saying? Like give that challenge. Oh, yeah. So to speak, mm-hmm. to allow the child to see there's more than just two. Because maybe your kid can process two very well mm-hmm. and it's just not enough. Yeah, I think just reading your child mm-hmm. and knowing your child. But I mean, for the parent as well, the power of three, it might mm-hmm. be easier to kind of transition yourself into what's happening as well. Because remember, it's a a give and take. It's a send and receive type thing. That's true. Very much so. I think three was, three's always been a magic number for me when I do my plans with the boys. Mm -hmm. So. All right. Well, there you have it. That's what visual schedules are. We will have the link in the description for, for the, for the one we purchased. And we'll also include a link to our morning routine. It's just a PDF that says, listo para el día, después jugar con alegría. Ready for the day, then play. So it also gives your children some steps to follow before playing in the morning. So Absolutely. Is that time? Dad joke? It is time for the dad joke. So in the world full of technology and everything at our fingertips, we were playing around for a little while, and I found Mateo and Elias were on eBay for a really long time. Mm-hmm. If they're still there tomorrow, I'll lower the price. Uh, but I'm ch- <laughs> <laughs> lame. It, it, it's challenging finding good dad jokes now. Okay. It's, it's getting, it's getting tough. We may have to do mom jokes now. Mom's the word. Mm. All right. Get it. I get it. No, you never heard the saying mom's the word. No. Oh my. Comments, questions, concerns, <laughs> general consensus about the world or universe around us? Nope. All right. We love you all. Adios. Raising bilingual children can be a challenge. Our program makes it possible by providing a fun, easy to use guide for parents. This guide will teach you how and when to use Spanish at home in order to make the most of your time together as a family. We provide you with everything you need to know about raising bilingual children, including story time videos, songs, activities, and more. All of our content is designed specifically for families and will help you speak Spanish with your child from birth through age six, all while having fun. Head over to bilingualfamily.us and click on Español Juntos to get started. Con amor, Daniela.